0: Good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos. Woo! Hi, Yom Yom Shabbos Today is the fifth day in the holy Shabbos. Yeah, I mean, I love that, don't you? In the holy Shabbos. Wow! Every day is in the holy Shabbos. That's what makes it so amazing, right? Well, this this one. Oh man, I'm telling you, this is this one this is this one's insane. This episode. This one here, I was looking on Facebook, or actually I wasn't looking, it just was kind of looking at me, right? That's kind of how Facebook works, right? It kind of comes and gets you and sucks you in. Well, I mean, I got sucked in when I saw this amazing photos of this meat. And it's this rabbi was putting out on Facebook his Shabbos meals that he prepared before Shabbat. And he has the most incredible dishes that you have ever seen. I mean, his name's Rabbi Ari Khan. That's K-A-H-N. And just go check him out. I mean, wow. But this episode I did on Zoom and we did screen share. And obviously we can't screen share on audio here. But I do have the YouTube video. I'm posting it. If you go to ShabbosEveryday.com, You can just go over to our Facebook group. You can join the Facebook group, and I'll put it over there. Or you just go find Ari Khan and go, you know, follow him, and you're going to see some
1: stuff.
0: Whoa! I mean, you're talking about Lechavet Shabbos Kodesh. I mean, the honoring of the Holy Shabbos. Whoa! Don't even get me started. All right. So without further ado, I don't want to go into too much here. I took a little bit out of that interview and I brought it into the audio here. And you'll hear a little bit about Ari, Rabbi, Rabbi Ari, and about a little bit on how he brings Shabbos into his life every day and also about how he had actually fulfilled what my father after 40 years in the military, of blessed memory, he taught me was... The big lesson that he learned in the military was, you ready? I bet you'll never guess it, right? Okay, let's see. Take a guess. All right, you ready? Make friends with the chef. Okay, without any further ado, you'll learn more about that in this episode. Let's go. His name is Ari Khan, that's K-A-H-N. And you can go to Facebook and just look him up online and you'll find all of his uh, stuff there. That's how I found him. I mean, I, I was attracted by the food and that, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> you know, me, I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie and a diet, but we'll talk about that later on. I got some good recipes for that, but this is, this is Rabbi Ari's show right now. So tell us, yo. Know, the whole idea by Shabbos every day is that is this whole concept of Shabbat is the mekor which means a source of all blessing obviously God is a source of all blessing but he brought it down to us in, we'll say kind of filters and Shabbos is like this is like the or the bucket you know where we go get the the blessing and for non-Jewish people you know it's it's Also, they can receive the blessing, and that's a different discussion that we can go into later. And how you do that, we don't want to, you know, get into that right now. We want to get in so everybody can learn how they can bring Shabbat into their life every single day. Now, today, especially, is the fifth day in the Shabbos, not of the Shabbos, but in the Shabbos, right? And so, can you talk, tell us a little bit about, you know, how do you bring Shabbat into your life every day, and also specifically, Today, what can somebody do on the fifth day of the week? How can they bring Shabbat into their life?
1: I'm going to talk about normal times and then I'm going to talk about Corona times because uh, I think a lot of us have gone through upheaval during the, the whole Corona experience. So during normal times, right in the morning, right, almost immediately in the morning, or let me put it this way, within an hour from waking up, I will go take the Torah, divide it into seven different parts, seven days of the week, seven different, what we call them, aliyots, seven people read from the Torah. And each day I'm going to read that day's portion. I'm going to read it as the rabbis of old said, read it, read the text twice, read it with the with translation, Aramaic. I do that every single day. That's the first thing I, I want to connect to the spiritual part of Shabbos and bring it into the week. So Thursday mornings, I'm gonna read the Thursday or the the fifth Aliyah, and I'm gonna read that on Friday, I'll read the sixth, and on Shabbos, I'll read the seventh in order to have a little bit of the Torah again during each day of the week. We, we, We need our grounding, we need our spirituality. Now, in normal times, what would happen next is I would go to Jerusalem. I live on the outskirts of Jerusalem. I would drive into Jerusalem, and I would give a lecture. And a whole bunch of people, about the weekly portion, a whole bunch of people will come. It was normally on Facebook Live as well. It was recorded. It went up on YU Torah. And within a couple of hours, that lecture would be all over the world. Again, either on the spot with with the Facebook Live or through the recordings. And uh, as I said, those recordings could be Access and people all over would tell me that. For example, my sister who lives up north, not that far from you, she would tell me, "No, I don't like to listen to it live. I like to listen to it as I'm doing my cooking for Shabbos. That's when I like to listen to your uh, to your lecture." But uh, but literally all over the world, people are <laughs> listening to it. So now that's again the spiritual side. As soon as I finish the lecture, I get back in the car. I go to the center of Jerusalem. I would go to Machne Yehuda, known as the Shuk. The, the Jewish marketplace in the center of Jerusalem, which has all kinds of sounds and sights and smells and tastes, and if it's a good day, then my wife would work out her work schedule and we would do this day together. So Thursdays, we're together. She comes to the lecture, makes faces at me sometimes, gets embarrassed when I say something which I which is inappropriate or I show a few things, and, uh, and then we go together. And we and 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 you said you're a foodie. I, I, there's there's another good word for it to be a, to be a foodie. There's a there's a Yiddish word. It's called a feinschmecker. I don't know well, if I've you've never
0: heard, heard of that one. I would fresher.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Find a fine schmecker. Ooh, a fine okay. schmecker is a Yiddish way of calling a foodie, but it sounds a little bit more derogatory. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure people are working with that one, kind of going, "What yeah. did he just say?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, feinschmecker. It means <laughs> that everything has to be absolutely precise. So you know what it is. I can only buy the hummus from that place. And I can only buy, you know, the, the 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 pickles from that place. And I can only get my meat from that place. And I only get my vegetables Well, some my vegetables there, but my fruits over there. And each thing has to be in its right place. And don't, let's not even start with the coffee. So, <laughs> so, so I don't know if that makes me a foodie or makes me compulsive and very ill but apparently uh, people who come to our Shabbos table enjoy this uh, this obsession to get everything in the in the right place now now one of the one of the things which I suspect have has attracted your attention and many many other people is the meat and then I go oh, yeah. to this guy in the shook and his name is motion now that's part that's actually part of a of a longer story I was once out for dinner with a friend and uh, this was a kind of friend. That were uh, very close with him, him and his wife. She actually found me online. They were in the process of converting. He's Abraham, she's Sarah, and she found my lectures online. And she she claims she's listened to every single one, wow. every lecture I've ever given. She claims she's wow. she's she's listened to. And uh, we went out to eat. And Avram knew that if he wanted quality time with me, then just asked, let's go out, let's go out for dinner. And he and, and, and that, <laughs> <laughs> that would often work. And we were in a very fine restaurant in Jerusalem. And he, he's the kind of guy that after each course, he's outside smoking a cigarette. Uh, There's, so there are people, unfortunately, that do that. But the maitre d' was outside smoking with him. So he says to the maitre d', he goes, you know who's inside with me? And he goes, who? Now, by the way, this is a restaurant the BB Netanyahu used to go to. Oh, I'm wow. And this was really high. Like, really, this was a high-class place. And the guy goes, who is that? He goes, that's Rabbi Ari Khan. And the guy goes, really? And he'd never heard of me. He goes, <laughs> yeah. he goes yeah. He goes are you kidding his books and this and my wife is lectures and so on he's got next thing i know the maitre d comes over to the table to meet me next thing i know the chef comes out of the kitchen uh-huh. and comes over to meet me and and when and, and we start talking and, I, and i've become great friends with this chef he's actually is one of the chefs that when Netanyahu got into trouble for having these private chefs he was one of them not uh-huh. only that he just now won a chef competition in wow. israel
0: well, I just want to interject here. My father, yeah. of blessed memory, yeah. he was in the military for uh, almost forty years, and he was an officer. And I work at the the a pre military academy here in Israel, and uh, I do the marketing for them. But I also work with the boys. I like to talk to them and schmooze with them. And I and I I give them. I tell them, listen, if there's one thing, when you're finished with this, it's a ten month. Uh, Basic uh, course. I said, if you learn from me one thing, you learn what my father taught. Because you're going to go to the military. Hopefully, you'll have a good service. He says, but here's the main thing that I learned from my father about military service that'll help you out. Don't forget this lesson. So they're waiting to hear this big, you know, uh, idea. And I, I tell them, it's very simple: make friends with the chef. After 40 years of service, my father said, make friends with a chef. So there you go. You you have uh, fulfilled. <laughs>
1: you fulfilled. So, so this is what's comical sometimes, because this guy is, is really, I, I just told you, he won this chef competition in Israel. Wow. He, he is world class. He's wonderful. I have him on speed dial. Wow. So w- he later on ended up, oh, one second. So immediately I say to him, just tell me one thing. Where do you get this meat? So he says Machane Yehuda. I said, "Come on, really?" He said, "Yeah." He goes, "I'll take you there." And then he took me on a tour of Machane Yehuda. Now this wow. is a tour, this is a tour through the eyes, right, of of a chef yeah. who's yeah really well trained.
0: That folks making friends with a chef. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so that that's actually so one of the secrets. Oh, this is where we get this, and this is where we get this o- along the line. You asked me before what else. I'm a rabbi of a shul. One of the fellows in my shul has a fish stall. Oh, I, I go to the fish stall over there and all the workers there, they they say, ah, the rabbi has, you know, the rabbi's here and they go to the back room and they bring me out the freshest thing. They bring me ah. out the stuff that I can take home. So I'm I'm, I'm totally hooked up over there. I like in terms In terms of the quality of the stuff which is coming into the house, you know, what we do with it is another thing. So anyway, so I meet this butcher and the butcher's name is Moshe. And Moshe, I don't know how many generations of butcher he is, but Moshe is the best. All all the big restaurants that you know of, they're all getting their meat directly from him. And Moshe has become my friend. And therefore, again, if I go in there and one of the other workers will come over, what do you need? Moshe says, stop, stop, I'm taking care of him. Um, so, so Moshe goes again to the back, opens up the fridge, will pull out, you know, a whole rack of whatever it is, and so you ask sometimes, so what am I going to make for Shabbos? <laughs>
0: so
1: Thursday, I go in there, I don't know what I'm getting. Uh, I walk out to Moshe, I say, Moshe, what am I making this week? And Moshe will say to me, Well, we have everything. What are you in the mood of? Yeah. And we'll take a little bit of, you know, look at something. And I've done this long enough that I can already see. What kind of quality uh, we're we dealing with on this particular week. And he gives me some cuts which you normally don't get. So uh, he asked me uh, one of the house favorites is something which he calls unterrib. Oh, okay. Unterrib means underneath the rib. Oh, okay. So so now imagine, and if you want, I, I can make unterrib for Shabbos if we if we need some uh, some more inspiration on this. Okay. So now imagine the cow. It's got one, two, three. How, how many ribs does a cow have? That's a good question. Right? That's yeah. a good question. Yeah. And you live up in the Golan there. You should stop a cow and uh, and, and start
0: asking. Start
1: asking. Say, hey, no, dude.
0: <laughs> do that. No, no. Let's
1: do that. <laughs> how, how many ribs do you have there? No, the interesting <laughs> thing about the ribs is they get bigger and bigger as they move on.
0: Uh, oh, okay.
1: So therefore, your classic rib steak is going to be further up closer to the shoulder and so on, and on. But as you move on and also and here's something interesting, some of the ultra orthodox um, kosher food will not give. Again, I hope there won't be somebody who's going to say, hold it. What are you talking about? But this is what I understood that there are 13 ribs. Uh-huh. So some of the kosher places won't serve the 13th rib because it's close to the fat, which we don't eat. Some people, wow. by the way, will use that one and just cut off the fat and say everything is fine. Some of them won't not only let you take the 13th, they won't even let you use the 12th. Wow. And you could decide if that's being a little uh, carried away or, or, or not. But now, as you move on, the ribs get bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, imagine a piece of meat that looks like a rib steak, but is three times the size of the biggest rib steak you've ever seen. Wow. Now, that is what I'm using to cook you know, very often. that That's what my, my, my kids... Uh, Kid with his That's the house meat. Ooh, that's
0: what now that's what you're talking about. You know, Just, <laughs> I want to interject about the 13 thing because uh, some people might think that the reason that, you know, uh, you don't take the 13 is because there's this crazy idea about bad <laughs> luck of 13. Jewish people, 13 is that that, that is uh, a false belief. 13 is the most incredible, wonderful number you can imagine. And it is the number that actually saved the entire Jewish nation if you go you can learn about the 13 attributes of mercy 13 actually in, in uh, there's a thing called gematria which is uh jewish numerology it adds up to If correct me if i'm it adds up to one right, Ahad, right, right which right, right, one right. is god right don't get better than god you know what i'm saying and right. so you know we can go on and on about 13 and so uh the what the reason that 13th rib i kind of were you know now you're wondering what does this have to do with shabbos everything it's food right, so <laughs> <laughs> it's uh uh is that the, uh, there is a part of the cow that is not kosher even though the cow might the, no the cow it, it might be kosher. i'll say might because there's uh, other things that could cause it not to be kosher but in a kosher cow there are parts that are not kosher and uh, so the concern might be that you're getting a little bit too close to that so it has nothing to do right. with bad luck if you can get that 13th rib you're that's good luck
1: right it's good luck but you have to cut off the fat which is on it which is called khelev and that fat we don't eat so as i said there that go. there is there is some care that needs to be done there so now as i said as you move on they get bigger and bigger and uh, he'll then say to me, "Okay, you want you want the unterrib, which again includes the rib yeah. and what's underneath it. The cut underneath it, in some places, you can buy it by itself, and it's called a Denver roast or a Denver steak.
0: Uh huh. So you, is you, that you a roast? Now, like a roast
1: beef type I mean, of you thing? You could, you could, you could make it as a roast. You can make it. So uh, what I'm doing there is I'm actually playing with a couple of with. with sometimes I, I can play with one cut. And just depending on which part of it I'm going to be focusing on in that particular uh, week, and 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 so on. But as I said, I have this uh, I have this butcher, and I have a chef, and uh, I'm, Ooh, I'm able to now, turn to for Where's, where's the advice. butcher?
0: Where is he? Well, I know, I got to know. Middle,
1: he's in the middle of Machna Yehuda. When you're ready to meet him, you'll let me know, and okay. we will make but an now, introduction.
0: Gonna, I, listen, the next best oh. thing. I just learned something new, guys. Remember, my father, a blessed memory, said, make friends with the chef. Well, I got to upgrade on that man. Make friends with Ari, who made friends with sh- <laughs> you know. Sounds good to me because uh, in fact I'm going to be this uh, Shabbos. I'm coming to Jerusalem, so uh, we're going to be with my mother in law. But I uh, won't have time to go hit that meat place. But that that thing is in my target. I'm going. I'm going there. I'm going I'm to hook up with Ari, and, and I'm going to get you to take me over there. And you know, I'm going to go see what you see. And you know, even though we got some good cows up here in the Golan. You know, oh,
1: he brings them. He brings them from the Golan. Nothing to worry okay. about.
0: I'm gonna find out which cow that I got to be looking for up here. So, well, that sounds fantastic. I, so, you know, why am, am I
1: problem. able to? Sh- am I able to share a screen here?
0: Oh yeah, sure. Hang on. Let me get that on there. Hold on. I'll give you the share screen. All right. Well, hey, that was an amazing episode. Go over there. He was talking about the screen share there. So just go into YouTube. You can find it, and you can also find it in ShabbosEveryday.com. So. Just what you do is you type in ShabbosEveryday.com, Rabbi Ari Khan, and you'll find the YouTube one. Or go to ShabbosEveryday.com and just go to the Facebook group. Join us over there. All right. So I'm checking out this Abraham and Check in out. I'll see you at the Beta Dash, man. Now, you're going to see. When you see those pictures, man, you're going to see what I'm going to be put in, putting in my Korban tacos. Now, if you want to know what that's all about. Go check out Corban Tacos on one of my episodes down below.
1: Yeah.